Hello, and welcome to Jersey Dude Reviews Jersey Food. Hi everybody, Chris Gether here. Welcome to New Jersey is the World. If you've been listening to us for our first year, you may have noticed some voicemails along the way from Hannah and Maya, two young uh, non-Jersey residents who are fans of the state. Realistically, it seems more like their dad is a fan of New Jersey and he ropes them into talking about Jersey, but if you've been wondering where they're at with their current opinions on New Jersey, lucky for you, we got a new voicemail. Hey, it's Scott, originally from Montville, now living in Boston, here with my daughters Maya and Hannah. Maya just turned eight yesterday. Hannah is three. She's almost four. Maya, for her birthday, said what she wanted to do was go to New Jersey. She's shaking her head yes, and she's also taking a bite of pizza. Do you want to say why you wanted to go to New Jersey? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I don't know why. That's why she wanted to go to New Jersey for her birthday? Do you have anything else to say about that? No. No? Anna, do you have anything to say about New Jersey? Uh. She says no. Okay. Have a good day. Happy New Year. Thanks, Hannah and Maya. I hope you're well, and I hope you visit Jersey for your birthday and you have a great time. I hope you go to uh, the Castle Playground, because it's still there. Anyway, about to hear a food review. Don Finelli. We talk about Boost, the soft drink that's only popular in small pockets of South Jersey. Got our hands on some. Also, an amazing tangent, a sidetrack about a uh, customer service representative that you're not going to want to miss. You're also going to hear in the beginning talk a lot about uh, Bagels by Jared, who we've reviewed before on the show. I did an event that Jared organized in West Orange. It was a benefit show. And in the course of that, you're going to hear I reveal it on the show. Uh, Jared and I were talking. We were like, we got to do more stuff. And we're going we're gonna to record an episode from his chef's table someday. And I asked him, hey, maybe I could bring along a fan of the show. He said, yeah, I don't have a plus one. Let's do it. I'm not allowed to say go sign up at the Patreon. And, uh, you know, I can't treat it like a raffle legally. Patreon doesn't allow that. It violates gambling laws. But what I will say is uh, I'm going to figure out a fair, cool way to do this, to get one of our fans to be able to bring a guest to a cool event at a chef's table. And... Um, it also made me realize, too, you know, we've resisted advertising on this show. We're not quite there yet. Numbers-wise, we're doing a thing that's very, you know, narrow casting or whatever they call it. But if you're out there and you're working at a small business and you're like, hey, man, we're listening to the show. We like what you do. We're Jersey-based. We have Jersey pride. If you want to reach out to me and say, hey, um, I would love to work with you guys. And I, I see a way that I could hook your, uh, your Patreons up with some cool stuff. We're all ears. We just want to spread word on cool stuff. I feel like that's mutually beneficial for everybody. So if you're out there and you're like, oh, I run a small business in Jersey and maybe we could find a way to link up. Allows me to keep mentioning our Patreon over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. Allows you to get your, your business mentioned on the show. And we'd love to make that happen because, again, that doesn't feel sleazy to me. That feels like community. That feels like us trying to become a hub for people who love New Jersey to connect with each other and find out about cool stuff going on in Jersey. So if you're somebody behind cool stuff happening in Jersey, let us know how we can link up, spread the word together. Anyway, boost, deer, rice pudding. This episode has it all. Enjoy. Enjoy.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to New Jersey is the World. Specifically, welcome to another edition of Jersey Dude Reviews Jersey Food. Don Finelli, how are you? I'm doing good. You sound tired. We just talked for like 15 minutes before this. and then- Yeah. <laughs> And 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 I hope our conversation wasn't exhausting, but we always talk about kids and stuff like that. And it's always like, you know, having kids during a pandemic is going to work. It's endless. Out. But I'll also endless. tell you the week I had, Don. Um, Please. Wednesday night, New Jersey is the world. Right. Live in Asbury Park. We missed you there. I know, man. Went pretty hard. Love and it. then uh, Tuesday night, I performed in West Orange, New Jersey at the High Lawn. Dinner by Jarrett. It was a charity event sponsored by uh, Bagels by Jarrett. Unbelievable. Um, and man, he cooked food. He had me do some comedy. I roasted him a little bit. We raised some money. There was a, an apartment. The wizard. Com- oh, yeah. There's an apartment complex in my hometown that uh, there was a landslide because West Orange is a bizarre place where things like that will happen. And a bunch of people got lost their homes. So we were raising money for him. And- right. Yeah. Auctioned off a picture of him dressed as a wizard and and, and did say to people... Remember, there's good wizards and evil wizards. Like, Jarrett might be Gandalf, man. He's organizing charity events to help people. That's very Gandalf behavior. He also <laughs> makes a chopped cheese sandwich and charges $28 for it. So that's Saruman. <laughs> that is Saruman in a big way. But, Don, can I tell you a secret? And we're going to reveal well, it to the world. Please. Um, so, Jarrett's a really good dude. He came up in the punk rock scene, so I think he and I are on the same wavelength. I give him so much credit, too. He was like, you know, at the event, he's like, just so you guys know, like, you're entering these auctions. We're raising money for people. A bunch of the people from the apartment complex were there, and he's like, my accountants are not going to be thrilled with this, but, like, we're putting cash in people's hands. We're not doing the whole write-off thing. It is going to... People who need groceries are going to be able to buy groceries walking out of here tonight because, like, he's a good, good guy. And Don... Just for the quick recap on this Dinner by Jared event. I don't eat meat. I've never been angrier to have gone vegetarian. <laughs> you send around these little shrimp things everybody's flipping out. Ooh. You send around fried chicken sliders and Ooh. people were losing their minds. I have other friends who came who were vegetarians who just stopped being vegetarian to eat the fried chicken because it looks so good. Yeah, He gave me one of those. Don, he makes this sandwich with eggplant. Yeah, you were telling me about this. salad man. and this homemade sesame seed bread. Oof. I just said that so combo good. right there. I mean, you texted that to me, and I just—I think I wrote back like, "Yes." It, like I get it. I, I immediately understood what the fuck that was, and I can just like imagine. And that was the eggplant. I'm guessing fried. It was breaded. Yeah, it was yeah, br- yeah. super thin and breaded yeah, and fried. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. good. Ooh, yeah. it was good. Now, Don, he and I were talking because mm-hmm. I think similar people. I'm like, we got to do more stuff together, and he said, "Well, we were actually talking. They're expanding their space." Um, and they're gonna they're not gonna have seating. They're still just gonna be like takeout mm-hmm. only, mm-hmm. but they're gonna have a chef's table. He <sighs> said, "You guys should, um, you guys should come tape an episode at the chef's table." Yes, I said, "Of course." Yes, and yes. I said to him, "I go, you know, we got listeners, we got the Patreon, we got a lot of people who come out to live shows. Like, there's a community. Is there any way that I could figure out how to bring a listener?" He goes, "If you're gonna bring a listener." First of all, yeah. Second of all, they got to be able to bring a plus one. Nobody wants to come alone. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I think in March, and Don, I want you to be there. I'm hoping the timing can work out. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. We are going to record an episode from the chef's table at 
at uh, Bagels by Jarrett in West Orange. We're going to have a listener there. You can bring a plus one. Not sure how we're going to pick that listener. Um, there's a bunch of laws as far as like, you can't just run a raffle. It's illegal. It's gambling. Um, but we're going to figure out, we're going to figure out a way that's fair to bring probably somebody from the Patreon who's been supporting the show for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody who's out there listening, you know, um, it's not you, you legally legally. I can't say join the Patreon for a chance. We're not doing right. that. But what I will right. say is thank you to the strong community that surrounds the show. And we're going to make sure that members of that community are invited to things like this. And I'll make sure someone from Bergen County gets in. We're going to look for more and more opportunities. I also want to look for more and more opportunities to work with small businesses, to do events like this, to include people. I think it's such a cool thing. So yeah, it's the best part about it all. Yeah. I think it's just, well, what the fuck are we eating for? If we're, you know, yeah, for fuel and to get around, but it's like, it's a communal it is. So it it's, is. It's, it's sharing a meal with someone. You get to know them deeper. I mean, how many fucking, I mean, how many Anthony Bourdain episodes are we going to watch here to understand how important, um, you know, a community is and, and, and culture is and understanding each other is if we're not fucking sharing a meal, you're experiencing something at the same time, then you get to actually, you know, talk about it in real time. And if you experience something great together at the same time, a lot of the other shit dissolves. Anything yeah. maybe you judge about the other person kind of floats away if you get a nice eggplant uh, Caesar salad on a sesame bun in your mouth. And I, I don't really have... give a flying fuck about <laughs> where you voted or who you are or anything like that. I will put my hand on your shoulder and we can chew together. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy it. It slices through a lot of nonsense. And I yep. also do, I just want to say again, I, I um, and I'm not. I'm really not trying to blow smoke, man, because I was blown away. I said at the event, I go, you know, I grew up in West Orange. It's a beautiful town. I feel so lucky I grew up there, but it is a place where there's many different types of people, and that's economic as well. And I, I said at the event, I go, you know, if there's one flaw I think this town might have had when I was growing up here, it's that sometimes the people who didn't have much felt maybe like the other people didn't see that or didn't mm-hmm. care. Right. And uh, for Jared to take all the buzz his restaurant has, team up with the High Lawn, which is one of the fanciest restaurants, I think, in the state, probably, if you see that mm-hmm. view of the Manhattan, yep. to say, let's sell some high ticket things. Let's auction things off. Let's invite other local businesses to come and donate stuff. Make it an event where people can come spend money and specifically spend money for people who are in need in the borders of the same town where he's running his business. I just sit there. I go, man, that makes me proud to be from Western. That's like what yeah. – community should be small businesses communities teaming up people in need help each other out come together have a good time um but all for that sense of purpose so i i so sincerely want to say like i'm linking up with jared he and i are clearly looking for ways to work together it's we're going to find ways to involve people you know invite him maybe to do an asbury park show at some time he's going to find ways to have some of our listeners get access to a chef's table but even more basic than that it's a it's a place I can say if you're out there listening and you drive by, stop by, spend some money at his place because he's a good guy with good intentions and he's cooking great food. So, yeah. great great stuff. The trifecta. Yep. Absolutely done. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, I hope to I hope to make this work and uh, oh, and, and even if you don't make this first one, when you're back in town, you yeah, and right, him, we'll do it. yeah, you yeah, and we'll him go. would be. Yeah, we'll do it again. Buddies. I'll go. But, I'll go by myself. Absolutely. I'll go, I'll go first he'd, thing in the morning. He'd love to have you. Love I would spend a day you. with him if I could. I told him. Well, I said, he goes, we were talking about taping an episode. He goes, come tape an episode with the gang when it's like we're off hours. 
Mm-hmm. You guys can sit and talk. It'll be quiet. I said, sure, but I also want to see what your day is like in the chaos. He said, we'll come separately. I go, we might have to do, maybe we'll do one episode that's like a food driven from the chef's table episode. And then another one that's more about what's it like being a small business owner in North Jersey right now. Yeah. I Uh, think we're just going to become documentary filmmakers and just do it on Bagos by Jarrett. In some way. (laughs) We are like, it's like Studs Terkel style, old timey uh, documentary radio, but just focused on... One business in West Orange next to the Metropolitan <laughs> Plan Exchange around the corner from my ex-girlfriend's house. So Tom, we're to not, drop that in. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not talking about bagels by Jared Nothing today. Jersey enough to be like, anyway, this place is around for where I used to go out with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> now, Don, today what we're actually talking about, though, is something that has become semi-legendary in the in the year plus that we've been doing New Jersey is the world. Only after we started recording the show did we find out that there is a soft drink that is popular in certain sections of Burlington, Camden, Gloucester, Cumberland counties, very, very limited. Even if you're from those counties, you may not have had the legendary boost. boost. We started hearing about it yeah. as soda fanatics. Yeah. You and I used to run a, a show called Fizzy Boys. That was all That's about right. To find out there's a Jersey-based soft drink that was described to us as sort of like Coke, but not carbonated. Mm-hmm. Um, astounding. My friend Josh, who I grew up with, was down in South Jersey. They sell it by the jug, concentrate. Glass jug. <laughs> a giant glass, like moonshine jug of the Looks concentrate. Like, yeah, the concentrate. And, it, you know, you might as well clean your toilet with it. It's like. It's intense. It's intense. <laughs> it's really intense. Probably could clean your toilet with it. Got my hands Not on it. Not a some. knock on it either. Like, that's a. <laughs> that oh, is a full blown, like, this thing could clean you out. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, last time you were in Jersey, you came over to my house. Mm-hmm. We sampled it. Oh, yeah. Want to talk about your reactions? Should we go over a little bit of the history of the company Yeah, let's first? do that first. Then let's get okay. into it. Yep. First thing I want to say is, everybody, you can go to uh, takaboost.com, T-A-K-A boost.com. Um, they have a section. It doesn't even say history. It says our first 100 years. That's a badass <laughs> way to... to uh, Phrase it. So yeah. on the bottle, it said Ben Fonce's drink since 1913. This drink was invented by a guy named Ben Fonce out of Riverside, New Jersey. Um, back in that era when people used to just come up with like old timey elixirs to sell at the uh, soda fountains. And they've got a lot of great pictures of stores in Blackwood, Riverside, uh, ads, old school ads of, of boost that you can go check out and uh there's a whole thing with this um with boost a lot of there's a little back and forth I'd there was say. a little drama back in the uh the in 50s? the day or no i'm gonna look it up right now because they, they're not listing this on their on their full website but we found it um someone was like stealing the the name or something like there that was like a or family they sold it split, and they got it back i believe yeah, yeah there was a little family scuffle yeah um, and this so. is all local too and then and then there's the there was the um like protein drink that came out boost uh that there was another like lawsuit scuffle because if you guys remember it's like the insure uh like one of those things one of those like insure like all encompassing protein fucking sugar drinks there was one called Boost, and then they had a little scuffle with them too. That is my memory of it. I don't have any information in front of me, and that's how I roll with this podcast. Fully relying on Gethard to do research 
in the moment. It's really only popular in a handful of Burlington County river yeah. communities. <laughs> Which is just amazing, right? Like that right there is like, th- th- we're not, this South isn't Jersey across the globe. Thing, man. Yeah. This isn't yeah. boilings. This isn't like, you know what I mean? It's just like, if you want it, come and get it. Okay. Absolutely. And, uh, so here's what happened, Don. So after Ben Fonts died in 1949, he was the mm-hmm. inventor. Okay. He was right. a pharmacist. He called it Taka Boost or Take a Boost. I don't know how he pronounces it. T-A-K-A-Boost. I'm going to say Taka. Yeah. So after he died, family members were really divided over how the uh, company should be run. So mm-hmm. one faction split off and formed a rival drink called, That's- Dr- called Drink a Toast. So it's a very similar product. So you had take a boost and drink a toast. Uh, take a boost. Same sued, cadence. <laughs> yep. Take a boost, sued, drink a toast over formulas lost. Uh, they went bankrupt in 1957 and drink a toast, then scooped up the trademarks and used the formulas. Mm-hmm. Only in 1985 was the name changed back to boost. Apparently, everybody was calling it anyhow. The former president of the company, Charles Dugan, said everyone called it Boost anyhow. Boost was a more energetic, marketable name. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And then you're right in the 90s. There's a there's a nutrition product giant, the Mead Johnson Company. They have Boost, which is what you're seeing. Like if you see it in CVS, it's a different Boost. Boost had a restraining order. (laughs) As if that, as if the, as if the protein Boost was like stalking it. So boot so they so our boost, Jersey Boost, got three hundred and fifty grand from that company and they don't ship it to South Jersey anymore. That's right. You can do whatever you want. Stay the fuck out of our rivers. That's about yeah. it. Like stay about our river towns. It's like, wow. Okay. That's that, so cool, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to me, they're like, sell it wherever the fuck you want, just keep it out of our town. That is amazing. And yeah, man. Boost is like, sure. You know, they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You can take these six towns along a river in Burlington County, you psychos. Yeah. yeah, this is our Papa John's pizza. Don't you open up your Papa John's pizza by us? This is from 1910. Okay, from my Papa John. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I love it. Now we had the classic. There's also a decaf version. There, you can sometimes find it with flavors added: blueberry, right. watermelon, green apple, mm-hmm. cherry. Uh, but we had the classic. Now, Don, a lot of times when you go to a deli in South Jersey that sells this, mm-hmm. uh, it comes in slushy form. It's slushy, yeah. That I would say that's the main form. That's what we discovered. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. let's talk because what we did was we followed the instructions on the on the glass uh, moonshine growler <laughs> bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we got the history out of the way, why don't you take over and talk to me about your experience drinking this? Yeah. Flavor profile reactions, right. and I'll follow your lead. Well, you know, to start off with, yeah, not skeptical, but I was like, it just sounds like we're going to drink flat soda. And so I understood the slushy aspect of it, um, uh, you know, to kind of give it some sort of texture or depth or just make sure it's ice cold because you don't want to be drinking that. I understand that it's made by a pharmacist and it's flat, so it could be like for your stomach kind of coating and I'm kind of starting to understand. So I was like intimidated. I've heard about this. It was amazing. You brought out the fucking huge bottle. I almost mixed it wrong. I think it was like I was. It was supposed to be four to one, and I was doing three to one or something like that. It would have made it even worse. Uh, but yeah, when we mixed it up, I would. I have to give credit where credit's due. I think you nailed the flavor. My my memory is, and you can see this on the video that we were trying to go through it, and the first you know sip of it was like, yeah, it's kind of tastes like. 
flat soda. I think it had like a royal crownish taste, but what you yeah. nailed was, and it's right on the bottle. I mean, they really show these lemons. I think is on that moonshine bottle because I was like, yeah, it has this lemony aftertaste, and you said Lipton, uh, like lemonized, right? If anybody remembers the flavor of brisk iced tea, brisk, right? Which I think right. is still around, but was like really popular. Yeah, remember, like remember those 90s, commercials 2000s. with fucking Sinatra? Remember yeah. like the Sinatra doll or the, the claymation of Sinatra? It's Boost, baby. That uh, drink had a very specific lemony aftertaste, and Boost yeah. had an almost identical. It was like it was. It was like a. We all you all grew up whether it was RC. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you know one of the one of the non Coke Pepsi colas. Yeah, right. If that had the same aftertaste as Lipton Brisk Ice Tea, I would say that was pretty accurate. Now I want to apologize to you. I did not have any ice in my house. Yeah, that was so that uh, was a bummer. First Boost of all, is clearly you're, you're a drink too that's old be to not cold. have ice in your house. You have a house. Yeah. You should have yeah. ice in I your have... fucking freezer. So I have, and I have a, se- I have a second fridge in my garage. And you have too. a second yeah. fridge, yeah. okay? So and no ice. No I ice. think what we did though, didn't we get some fizz? We got some fizz in there, right? We did. We did mix it with some, uh, some seltzer tonic. I was water. just, I was just in- interested, just to, to yeah. be like, what if there's yeah. bubbles in here? What's going on with that? Because again, you're not supposed to. You're just supposed to just mix it with water, as if you're making iced tea, right? Mm-hmm. You have the concentrate. You put a little water into one, you know, your little pitcher, you stir it around, you're good to go. Uh, I liked it. I liked it with a little fizz, man. Like, you know, I think it's a nice versatile syrup, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought it was fucking interesting. It, it, it was refreshing, to be honest. The lemon, like, did it for me. Uh, but but uh, the, the I think you nailed it with the brisk. I was trying to find it. I was like... I'm getting the citrus in here. It's very interesting. It's as if I was just taking an RC or even a Pepsi and didn't have the Coke qualities, I'd say. No, no. Uh, not at all. Uh, I'm, I'm saying more of the sugary RC or yeah, not even Pepsi. I would say RC, but like with like a squeeze of lemon in it. Like it had a very distinct, not fresh lemon taste, if that makes sense. Like oh, a yeah, little, chemically. A little chemically lemon taste. Uh, can, candy. Almost like candy-like lemon taste. I know that when we both smelled it, just the concentrate, mm-hmm. we both were like, this smells like a cleaning product. Like it smells yes. like Lysol. Yeah, it, smell, it smelled like Lysol. It smelled like Pine Sol. Now, upon first sip, I think we were both a little underwhelmed. And I think in the video, you even say something like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. But I will tell you, by the time I was done drinking it. You drank a lot. I drank a lot. And I was, I did find myself craving more later in the day. I went back. We had a pitcher. Mm. I saved what was left in the pitcher we made so Hallie could try it. And I went back and drank a lot of it because mm. it is a pretty great combo of flavors, mm-hmm. although out of the gate, pretty weird. It's a pretty weird yeah. and unusual balance of flavors. It's less of a sprint. It's more of a marathon of a drink, right? It grew, um, it grew on me quickly, though. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Be, just because I would say it's um, – you're going, ah, like the, your first taste of it, if you had never tasted it before, especially in this form, right? No ice, just water. Like, Yeah, and not even like, that cold. Not water even that cold. That I was cold. really busting your balls. Um, you know, so I could understand. Ice cold, I really get it. Uh, slushy I, I would say form. It's slushy form, I really get it. I would say it's it's – it's weirdly like 
a nice change of pace from like a normal soda, I would say it's refreshing. Yeah. I uh, so too. I can see you going back. I I would I'm gonna say this, man. I would equate it more towards an iced tea than a soda in a weird way. Wow. Just because of how you would drink it, right? You're putting it in the pitcher. You kind of have iced tea throughout the day, right? You have a little glass of it. You're putting lemons in it a lot of the time. Either if you have a mixture or you have the tea bags in there. However you make your iced teas, uh, with sugar, without sugar, who gives a shit? But you usually cut up a lemon and throw it in there. It kind of had the like in the bottle little like artificially tasting uh uh iced tea to me and i'm i it is a soda but because it's encouraged to drink it without fizz i'm like yeah i see this more as how you would drink an iced tea uh you're kind of drinking it throughout the day you go to it maybe once or twice you have a little glass and it's refreshing i can see though don if i was if i was living down in burlington county in one of the towns along the river and it was a real hot day in the summer. Oh, yeah, you, t- you taste that humid? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's chewing on the humidity. Imagine one of those days when you're like 12, 13 years old and you just uh-huh. kind of like wander around in the summer and yeah. walking on the train tracks. Exactly. You mm-hmm. and your buddies are just like throwing rocks at the wall of an abandoned building. Yep. And then somebody's like, hey, I got a couple bucks. Let's go down to that place that has the slushy boost and you get a big styrofoam <laughs> cup of that flavor oh, in frozen form. Yeah, that that's, just that's, makes I that, get it. It's just going to make that day better. Yeah. It's, you go, oh, it's, I get it. I'm a grown ass man drinking this, you know, yeah. per instructions, uh, not lukewarm, but not ice cold. And it was like weird, but you put it in the fridge, right? And then you went back and you drank when it. When I went back cold. and got it out of the fridge, it went down. Because similar, remember with brisk iced tea, if it got a little warm, it almost stung your Not throat great. a little bit. Yep. It's, but it's when a little, it was yes, cold, exactly. it was mm-hmm. like, ooh, that aftertaste has some bite. sting. It has a little bite. It has a little sting, but I like it. And I go back. Mm-hmm. Similar. Yeah. Now, Don, You I don't cannot- want to drink any soda that. Luke, you know what I mean? Like soda needs to be cold. We've talked about this many times. Mo- like, like root beers in particular. Root beers got to be I won't like, even. You want I, that in a frosty fucking glass if you can. And that, if, that is understandable. Yeah. If I'm if I'm drinking a root beer and it's warm, I, I don't even judge the root beer. Uh, it has to be ice cold for me to judge. Now, cold is something. Like if I got an upset stomach, I might have a warm Coke. Oh, yeah. Like my grandma ale. used to say or a warm Absolutely. ginger ale. Yeah. Um, sure. But in general. Now, Don, I can also say we were talking earlier about how where I was going, look. Bagels by Jarrett did that charity event, and I can vouch for it. Really well-intentioned guy who, in my interactions with him, is proving to me that he's just like a nice, hard-working dude. We can also say that the Boost Company yeah. is accessible people who are kind because we – I don't know if we were on some like fucked-up sugar caffeine rush. We did – there was a phone number on the bottle. We yeah, called this is, this is from our past uh, uh, Fizzy Boys days. Where if we saw a phone number on the bottle, we were very interested in giving that number a call and just seeing who picked up. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, it's just someone that works there every now and then. It's the owner of the goddamn company. Yeah. I mean, usually it's a voicemail. Usually it's a voicemail. But not only that, it's like a – it's like a – it's like a um, message system. It's it's like an old school – uh, you know, someone talking, yeah. hi, well, like tape, it sounds I mean, like. A lot of times it'll be like, if you're in our northern distro area, yeah. follow up with Carl at extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of it is just the instructions. Answering machine. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it's been mm-hmm. a long time. I knew what you but, meant. Hey, thanks, bud. But Boost, we got a very nice lady on the phone. We did. 
Yeah, and you can hear a little bit of that if you if you could watch the video. Yeah, we yeah. we uh, recorded some of it and it kind of chopped it down a little bit. But she very she was from Pennsylvania. Uh, That's worked a knock at a company. That's yep. a knock against her. And then she moved to Jersey, and I said Jersey's better, right? And she goes, "No." And I yeah. was like, "Well, that's the most Jersey thing you could have said." Kudos to you for sticking. Kudos. Around. I think. I think. Uh, I think a little Jersey rubbed off on you. But she also told us that she'd worked there for many, many years. Yeah. And I get the sense this is a family business, and I yeah. get the sense that she uh, felt good about her time spent there. And she was really when we called her and told her that we liked Boost and we hadn't heard of it before, or had it. She was laughing, but also clearly had a quiet pride and was happy that we liked this product because it's clear. I think clearly, I think this is a labor of love. I mean, if if you're making a soft drink since 1913 and you make no effort to expand even into the entirety of Bergen County of Burlington County. Let alone beyond. Like, you're not even like, let's try to hit up Ocean County and Monmouth County. You're like, no, just just along the river in Burlington County, and we're going to make it perfect for those people. You're not out here doing this for the cash, for the Mm -hmm. hustle. You're doing it for the pride, for the love. Mm -hmm. And we could feel that too. Yeah. It was uh, well said. Yeah. Absolutely. Don? I don't know if we have much more to say about Boost, but this has been a very short episode. That's okay. I, You know what? I was thinking just then when you were talking, I was like, oh, I don't know if I've told my very Jersey story that I kind of texted you a couple months ago. And I was like, I just got off the phone with a woman whose family is from New Jersey, and it was probably the most bizarre conversation I've ever had. I'm listening. So if we want to fill in this time, yeah, yeah. I can give you my – and I'm not going to drop names. I'm not going to drop the company. I got Laura a present. For Christmas. And it was this company and they were supposed to, I got rushed delivery. And this is right before we were, we were doing a home, we were doing an LA Christmas before we flew back East. So I needed this thing at a certain time. And they said, no problem. Just pay us $40 extra and we'll rush it to you. And I did. And they did not. They did not at all. And I was on the phone with this company like every day, like, Hey, is it, is it going to be here on time? Cause it says it is one day and it says it isn't another day I'm leaving. And I kept talking to this one small company, uh, in New York, kept talking to this woman who I would be on the phone with Chris every time for at least 15 minutes. Cause she yeah. was a talker and she was so upfront and a no bullshit. I've talked to these people, you know, very like this. And, you know, and I was like, we got to just starting to talk a lot. Yeah. So here's the story that wound up coming out of one of our conversations. And this was a 25-minute conversation. Literally, 25 minutes I was on the phone with a customer service person not talking about the thing I wanted to talk about and get information on. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't get off. I had to keep, I had to keep this person on, keep going. And she would have just kept talking. I'm talking to her. And it somehow gets on to pets and animals. And how much she loves animals. And I go, you sound like my mother who loves the deer that come into our backyard and eat all our flowers. Uh, And my dad hates these deer, but my mom loves them and wants to put out milk for them. She goes, oh, your mom does that? Well, listen to this. My family's from Bedminster. Huge property. Six. Just they live in a mansion down there. Okay. She said something a little racist too. She said there's uh, uh, there was a doctor that lived behind her, Doctor Matumbo, 
And she's like, probably a witch doctor. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that, so we understand what we're dealing with here. And she goes, we, I'm over at my parents' house one day. And we hear like a, a, an animal crying in Dr. Matumbo's backyard. And he's got a huge backyard too. So we hop the fence and we go over and it's a little deer, a little fawn and no mother. And we're waiting around. We're like, where the hell is this deer's mother? And I go, oh, yeah, that's crazy. She goes, so we take the deer and we put it into our garage. And we call Animal Services. She goes, we got three garages. Huge garage. She keeps telling me how big her house is. I was like, okay. Um, Huge garage. And my mother's like, oh, I love this deer. Like, we got to call the services. We got to figure out where its mother is. And they call the service. We call the services and they say, we're going to take the deer and we're probably going to kill it. And she's like, absolutely. You're not going to kill this fawn. So what my mother did was raise this deer, Don. I was like, what? She goes, the deer is still there. This was (laughs) 10 years ago. They have a pet deer in their house, rings a little bell. That goes out to go outside to pee and poop, but lives in the house. I was like, wait, 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 what? I was like, where does it sleep? What does it eat? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, they got a huge dog bed for it. It just walks around the house. My mother's feeding it scottol and beans and sausage, brajol, every – I was like, wait, aren't they like vegetarian? She's like, yeah, they're vegetarian. My mom gives it the brajol, the, the scottol and sausage. I was just like – what the fuck? And this was like 20. There was so many more details where I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I'd say her name. You know, I was like, wait, 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 wait. You know, like, Jennifer, what, just go back. How old's the deer? You know, and I would just keep asking questions. Like, oh, you know, it's this and this. And yeah, they got a pet deer. They got a bunch of animals. Lives in the house. Rings a little bell. Goes outside. Poops. We have a huge backyard. It's fine. You know, like 25 minute conversation with this. And I was like, when I got off that, I was like. I think I texted you right away. I was like, I think I had one of the most amazing conversations with like a very Jersey story about a very like the animals are more important than people kind of Jersey Mm -hmm. feeling. Sometimes you're like, you love your neighbors, but you hate them. And it's just like, oh, these poor animals, you know, like that, that level of uh, Jersey, I'd say, you know what I'm talking about? I do. I mean, to simultaneously be racist towards humans and then talk about shepherding a baby deer through its life. Unbelievable. Pretty the, Jersey. The dichotomy was, it was beautiful. Pretty Jersey. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty Jersey. It was pretty poetic. So, yeah, I was just like, whoa. Sometimes, you know, she'd say certain things. I'd be like, okay. But then I was like, I got to keep talking to her, though. You know, I got to find out some more info about this. And she just kept going to everything it ate, wearing diapers, where you know, like everything. And I'm just like. Holy shit. And I'm just calling because your service is bad. You know what I mean? Like this is how it started. Like your company's not your company lied to me. And yeah. then like I finally I talked to her maybe three times over the week and I finally got to somebody else and they like cleared up my problem in two seconds. So she may have been the source of the entire problem. Maybe. I loved her yeah. though. I loved her and like it was it was like I didn't like the racist stuff, but like I was like mm-hmm. fascinated. I wouldn't say I loved her, I was fascinated by her. I was so, you know, like, wow, okay. Uh, don't I don't agree with a lot of what you're. I would say I agree with ninety like percent of what she was saying and what she did. <laughs> Looking back on, I was like, oh no, I don't agree with any of this. But 
Yeah, I was just so fascinated. And you know me, like when I like latch onto someone, Laura's always like, my wife is always like, you could just get into a car, you know, they get into a lift with someone and just find out all their information. And I was like, yeah, I'm just, in- it's just interesting to me. Like you could tell if someone wants to talk and you're talking, you also get those cabbies, you know, in New York that just don't say shit. And you go yeah. like, you're not going to, I'm not striking up conversation. You don't want to fucking talk. We're not talking, man. But if the, hey, how's your night going? Where are you guys going? How you doing? That kind of thing. I'm finding everything I can about you. That's that's what's going to happen. So I was, it was it was a fascinating conversation. So And did the gift yeah. make it in time? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bummer. Did not make it in time. I had to get it sh- shipped basically to my folks house in Jersey. And then we had to ship it back here uh, to California where it was supposed to go. So it was just did we, had, like we had to spend more money shipping it. <laughs> to yes. ship it back here. Did she like the gift though? Love the gift. Love the gift. Great. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So some woman I talked to in customer service, their folks have a baby deer rolling around. And if hey, you're you're their neighbor or you're Dr. Matumbo, like God bless to deal with this. Uh, you know. Kudos. Godspeed. I'm gonna say that uh Having a giant glass growler of boost concentrate. Let's just get back to boost now. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring our diversion boost. Bring yeah, it back yeah. To we're, boost. we're always going to bring it back home. The giant glass growler. There's something really old school and classy about it. Mm-hmm. But where is anybody storing something that size in their in their pantry, Don? Realistically, I mean, it's some. You keep yeah. it out in the garage. You think most families have it stashed out in the garage? I think it's like it should be right next to your you know windshield wiper fluid, right in the garage there. You know what I mean? It should just be like car wash and stuff, windshield wiper fluid, oil, boost, you know, and then just like really try not to get those mixed up because uh, it might be hard, I'd say. Because at yeah. first glance, you're like, oh, this is tire cleaner, right? This is where you clean your tires with. This is a, this is a shine. Again, not a knock on it. It's just like, whoa, uh, it's, it can blend in. It, it blends in well. Um, I, I do like that it's. It's clearly a system by which you would sell soft drink concentrate back in the Depression era, and right. this company just has no desire to move forward into modern times. Like Absolutely. they are still packaging it at a um, in 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 bottles of a size that yeah a a soda jerk would buy or a right. or a pharmacy would buy for their soda fountain in the back, and they've just been doing it that way since 1913. So why stop now? Yeah. Especially if like I, I would think like production wise, like you don't want to change your whole production. You know what yeah, I mean? Like if yeah. you're uh, in my engineering days when I was doing industrial engineering back back a long, long time ago, this is what we would look into is like factories, production lines, efficiency to change someone's production is lots of money to change mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how things are made, uh, sizes. Uh, the, the, they're probably just like, fuck it, man. This is how we're selling it. This is how you're going to drink it. You're probably, we're probably really sending this place mostly to delis, right? Like, so we're going to do this in an industrial size and fuck, if you want to roll the dice, <laughs> we'll ship one. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. Now I forgot. Do they ship this anywhere? Like, can yeah, you go you can, onto their you website? Can, you can get it sent to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm at Taka Boost right now. Yeah. Let me get the intro on that. Let's see. They take they, a boost. There is a oh, take a boost. There is a section of their website. Uh, there's a tab for slushies and jet sprays, um, and you can. Mm-hmm. They have the number for somebody named Jackie and Frank Fortino Jr. Uh, of yes. Convenience First, and you can order slushy machines from them. Um, oh, if you want a whole slushy machine, yeah, 
Yeah. They're telling you like, hey, if you really want <laughs> I mean, how much they ha- is a slushy machine? I don't know. I mean, they're just listing like other wholesalers. They also list restaurant equippers out of Pensacken, Schroeder America for a jet spray. Um, so it's more like, hey, if you're like, we're not going to sell you a slushy machine, but if you call Janky and Frank at this number, you can you can get one there. Um, love it. I love it. Um, let's see what else. I Product information. Call for pricing for delivery to your retail business. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. They have original caffeine free, sugar free, caffeine free, or sugar free with caffeine. Fruit concentrates for slushy machines. Yeah, right. If you want to go Seven Eleven style, you know what I mean. Just give yeah, all the little different flavors. That'd be pretty dope, I think. Like, right, if your deli has like just the slushy machine with the six flavors of Boost, that's oh pretty God. badass. Dude, I'm next sure time there's you- a deli or ten down south that probably has that, but like, that's fucking dope. Next time you're in town for one of our uh, Asbury Park shows, I feel like I want to rent a slushy machine and be handing out Boost samples. Oh yeah, that's a great um, idea. That's yeah, they do idea. have. There's an ordering tab. And they just have a straight up number where you call probably the lady that we talked to, mm-hmm. Kalina, mm-hmm. is the name on there. I, I don't know if that's yeah. who we talked to. I think it was. Um, I think we did talk to Kalina. It says they only ship on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so have your order in by Monday or Wednesday by 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, they have a number, and you just they're call really, it. They're really upfront, man. Like I don't know. I, I get it. It's they're, an old school company, man. T A K. Here's all the information Boost. you need to know. Now it's in your hands. Like they're not making it like that easy, but they're also not making it hard at all. They're just putting everything up front and go. Here's everything you need, and if you want to take the next step, you, you know, it's like fucking Neo. You you have to yeah. walk through the door, baby. You know what yeah. I mean? The Matrix. You got to walk through the door. I can only show you where it is. They have a T-shirt on their website. You can also order that. Again, you have to call them. You yeah. call it says contact us for pricing. Then there's also Don. There's a tab <laughs> called uh, Your Boost Stories. No e-commerce. What is it? Your Boost Stories. And you can just put send them, in there? them your stories, and they have a bunch of people's story. You want to hear some of these stories, Don? Let's hear at least one. And I want to bring up that you we we've dropped the uh, uh, River Edge Diner uh, uh, segment of this show, right? We're not at the end of the show yet. Oh, I thought I thought you were trying to wrap up, and I was like, no. you know, I missed the River Edge Diner aspect. Yeah, no, we. I was going to do it after this. All right, I called you out. Okay, called you out. Um, here's some stories. Oh, um, I was in FOB danger to Crete, Iraq, two thousand four to two thousand five. I called and ordered a case and your company was so nice and helpful. The case arrived rather quickly and I tore into it like a five-year-old at Christmas. That first cup of boost was the greatest thing I've ever tasted. With temperatures reaching 126 plus, that was and still is the best gift I've ever received. Thank you, Sergeant Ron Menka, A Company, 205th Sigby and Delran, New Jersey. Fuck yeah, man. That's a cool-ass story. Yeah, man. Thank you for your service. And then also it's like, he's probably like, thank you for Boos's service as well. Oh my God. They shipped that out to where he was? Yeah, they shipped it to Iraq. Fuck yeah, Boost. Listen to this. 
My husband just handed me a glass of flat diet Coke and said, you should contact Coke and suggest they make a flat Coke product. You like it so much. I said there already is one or used to be, but better. I decided to Google a toast and was tickled to find your website and that your product still exists. My mother lived in Burlington in the years before she married my father in 1955. And in the late 60s, when she took us back east for the only time, my dad, brother, and I experienced Take a Boost for the first time. Got such a kick out of the name. It was so goofily exotic to us young Verners-loving Detroiters. I prefer my Verners flat, too. Shout out to Verners, one of the great sweet ginger ales of this world. Brought home two jugs of the delicious syrup, and that was it. I have savored the memory since then, and the jugs stayed in our basement until my parents' house was sold in 1990. Sure wish I could get it locally and introduce my family to it. M.E. Shaney, Harbor Springs, Michigan. McCall, they'll ship it. They've shipped it to fucking Iraq. They'll give it to yeah. Michigan. They'll send it to Michigan. Yeah, step up. I, I I feel like they really set the bar high if they're shipping it out to Iraq. Mm. And that could just be a special occasion to be like, hey, let's fucking give it to someone that's actually uh, defending our freedoms and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I'm sure if you breach, people answer the phone there. It's pretty cool. They're great. Yeah, you call them. They'll take care of you, man. It, it is one of those things where it's like, here's my number. Give me a call if you need anything. And you kind of like feel weird and you're like, well, there's no e-commerce. Are they just trying to like, you know, they don't really want this. And it's like, no, I think it's like, this is how they do it. Here's the info. Give us a call. See what we can do. Okay. I like this one. My family lived in Riverside from 1954 to 64. My father was the minister at the Riverside Moravian Church before we even moved there. We're making our first visit when we were introduced to Boost. That probably helped seal the deal for my dad. My brother and I grew up on it. Nothing like that crushed iced and those thin pretzels on the straw. That's what I've read, Don. I've read that it was a thing that people like to put the pretzels in the straw and they drink the Boost so it would go over the salty pretzel. I wonder, Uh, you know, those like long pretzels, if you can make like a pretzel straw itself, mm, like make the pretzel a straw somehow. mm -hmm. I'm sure there's got to be pretzel straws out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want pretzels, man. Pretzels are so now she, she talks about how they left town, but then when I entered Moravian College after high school, I started dating a boy from Palmyra. Of course, love at first sight was sealed with our common understanding of the importance of boost in our lives. Boost. My husband, here. Hank Naseby, always had a gallon of boost on his college dorm windowsill. Hank yeah, and I have been married for 38 years, and boost <laughs> is still a part of our life. Hank's family always vacationed on LBI, so we're always able to find it there, but sadly, within the last few years, it seemed to disappear. So we often stop at Flying Feather on our way to the shore. I would. As, l- oh, sorry. As my life goes in circles, after my mother died at an early age of 52 and 79, my dad remarried a wonderful family friend and member of the Riverside Church, Colleen Workman Taylor. Dad and Colleen are current members of the church, but an additional twitch is my brother Richard has accepted. Okay, this is about ministry. Um, too bad Hank and I don't have any in our house right now because we're both thirsty for it. I think a trip to Riverside is in our future soon. Your sales will des- definitely be increasing with my brother moving back to town. Karen Naseby. Love it. Love it, man. That's, uh, listen, I want to do a study and just see how many people are still married based on boost. Mm-hmm. You know, the divorce numbers mm-hmm. are high in this country, but like, mm-hmm. what is the, po- the, the specific population that's still together because of boost and just see how, how strong boost really is. Cause it, it transcends, uh, just uh, thirst. It, it, it's really tra- traveling over into love. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. It translates into love directly. One to one ratio. Four <laughs> to one syrup. Love. Four to one syrup to water. One to one boost to love. <laughs> That's it, man. All right. Now, Don, 
I've been thinking mm-hmm. a lot. I've been thinking a yeah. lot. Let's say that you you're in high school. Mm-hmm. You're kind of a nerdy guy. Mm. You don't have the best social life, but what you do is you spend a lot of time in a lab. And in the course of one of these days spent in a lab, doing some experiments with radioactivity and a radioactive spider happens to bite you. Mm. Gives you the proportional strength and speed of a spider. You can climb up walls. Um, You figure out how to make web fluid. You get a little cocky though. And Mm. your beloved uncle who raised you, because your parents, RIP, are no longer around, Mm -hmm. um, is eventually killed by a robber you could have stopped, except you were chasing money and you were too cocky to do it. And, Makes you maybe realize that with great power comes great responsibility, and you dedicate your life to dressing up in a red and blue suit that is not evocative of a spider at all. Mm, but right. using not spider these, colors, it has. But it, yet, it somehow is still the greatest fucking costume in the history of superheroes. It doesn't look like anything that you would think of when you think spider. It's red and blue, but somehow it's still just like unquestionably the best, coolest fucking costume really? anybody's ever seen. Yep. It's got a little uh, embroidered uh, web on it. Yeah, so you get it. I get it. In this hypothetical theoretical scenario, mm-hmm. let's say you've been out fighting crime all night. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've encountered the Green Goblin or Dr. Octopus, who I would argue is actually probably the most prototypical villain in your entire rogues gallery. Yeah. You're swinging home. You're beat up. You don't want your Aunt May to find out that your Spider-Man, she'll be scared. It could put her in danger. On this mm-hmm. way home, all this stress, all this tension, all this covered in, you're battered and bruised and... Your boss at the newspaper uh, he doesn't know your Spider-Man. He's con- constantly shitting on you. You're swinging home and you realize, what I need right now is comfort food. Mm-hmm. I'm going to swing just a couple blocks out of my way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to swing my little Spider-S into the River Edge Diner. Now, if you're living that kind of life, what do you order at the end of a bad night of getting beat up by Dr. Octopus? Yeah, that, that my question was, did I win or did I lose? No, because everybody knows that Spider-Man's at his best when he gets his ass whipped. The best Spider-Man yeah. stories are the ones where he loses. So let's say Dr. Octopus, he, he got the jump on you. He had some sort of yeah, okay. robots or devices that you didn't see coming. You'll get him back. Like You will yeah. eventually win. Spider-Man always peels himself off the mat and keeps going. But you're right, right now in one of those nights where like Dr. Octopus just unquestionably whipped your ass up and down the Hudson that, River. That, that's easy. That This is something I've said before. It's like, if I'm like down and out of my lot, you know, just like kind of like the shit kicked out of me, it's a very easy answer for me. Again, I've given it multiple times before. It's the fucking turkey dinner. And not only that, that. I'd be, I, I would be very tired. I would be very hungry. So I'm going to add some split pea soup to that and also yeah. a trip to the fucking salad bar. I mean, that's just, that's just the round robin I'm doing. If I'm victorious though, that's okay. completely different. Okay. Like if Let's I'm, hear about if I'm that. big swing, if I'm big at swinging dick, if you're seeing that, if you're seeing my shaft through that tight fucking, uh, uh, costume, uh, that's a different thing. Cause then, then I'd maybe go novelty. Then I'd maybe Ooh. go like real, like. I've never ordered this ever at the River Edge Diner, and it would be something like chicken parm or something like that. You know, like one of their Italian uh, offerings, which I just never got. There's just no point in me getting Italian food from a diner. Like Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just have that at home probably once or twice a week. Sure. But for some reason, if I feel like big swinging dick, I'm like, fuck it, I'll try their chicken parm. When else am I going to try it? 
You know what I mean? I'm shocked here you've never had diner chicken parm. I mean, I guess with your family and your style of cooking, why would you? But yeah, I'm shocked like, you've never gone there. I, I'm sure maybe I've had it once, but there's always like seven things that I really want that I'm just like, I don't need a chicken parm from a diner right now because there's a chicken parm from Dante's I can get. You know, there's like Italian – my Italian spots are yeah. within walking distance to the River Edge Diner. So there's just no point in me doing that. I'm not hungry. Yeah. I'd rather get a disco fries or something like that. Like yeah. what can you get that the diner's going to slam you- dunk – fucking slap you in the face with their big swing of dick i want my if i'm losing yeah of course give me that my turkey dinner with the stuffing cranberry sauce gravy fresh turkey when they're cooking that fresh turkey i have no idea but it's always fresh they always got fresh sliced hot turkey that tastes like it was just fucking cooked any time of the day you can get this <laughs> give me that i need a trip to the salad bar Throw my French dressing on there. That's what I used to eat with as a kid. Get me my pate. Get me my chickpea salad in there. Fucking romaine. I mean, I'll throw it all in there. Give me the, give me those vinegar peppers. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then and then I need a. I, I just need a cup of that pea soup. Their split pea soup is just banging, man. That's just like <sighs> that makes me cry. Yeah. But if you had one of those days where you scraped yourself up off the mat. Ooh. Went back into the city, said, I'm going to find Dr. Octopus. Throwing cars out of the way kind of thing, like yeah, saving but, people. But also one of those things where it's like, you know, in the comic books where they spent like a solid two issues with him being like, I'm quitting, I'm done. And then he yeah. goes, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, the people who believe in me need me. Like after that day, you order chicken parm. Do you get it on a bed of pasta? And if so, what pasta is underneath that chicken parm? Yeah, I, I would probably need to get it on a bed of pasta. And I would love just like an angel hair or a spaghetti or something like that. I'm yeah. not throwing that on penne or anything. Yeah. I need something long and, and squiggly, capellini, some shit like that. You know what I mean? And what do you get to drink on a night like that? <sighs> yeah, you know, all right. You're so, celebrating. You're celebrating. <sighs> celebrating? Probably vanilla Coke. You know, like with with a cut with like maybe three or four pumps from the vanilla syrup. Uh, if I'm if I'm defeat if it's a Doc Ock beat the shit out of day, I gotta get their fucking uh, I gotta get a chocolate milk, man. Oh, with their awesome syrup, their pumped syrup in there, fucking whole milk, huge glass with a long spoon. You oh, ordered yeah. chocolate milk at the diner as a grown up. Oh yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I haven't had it in years, but of course, like I'm way too old to get chocolate milk. I have definitely have because I have that the beautiful long spoon, like egg cream spoons. You know what I mean? But you don't get an egg cream. I don't get an egg cream from them. No way. Their their chocolate milk's just so good, man. The syrup just like sticks on the sides. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like really like I know exactly goopy what fucking mean. really goopy syrup. Uh, but if I'm if I'm big swing a dick man, oh that vanilla Coke they they fountain that Coke and I see the guy just you know just pumping the vanilla syrup in uh, and then again same thing they give it nice on ice with a with a with an egg cream a long spoon oh the best I'm probably having Jello after that I'm probably having their Jello with whipped cream ooh just a yeah. simple Jello you go red or green red red yeah. Jello with whipped cream uh there that or their rice pudding I mean it's just like the two best can't beat it. Diner rice pudding. I was like, classic. Some people hate on it. I love it. Why? Why would you hate on it? Rice pudding. You know the question I'm about to ask. You know the yeah. question I'm about to ask. This is mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. Raisins or no raisins? No. Mm-mm. Don't even start. Get that. <laughs> you want that? Go get some rum raisin fucking ice cream. There's no place for raisins on that shit. 
when are we eating raisins with rice besides like a bad pilaf? Like, cut the fuck out of here. Can't you just enjoy what it's supposed to be? Like, throw a little whipped cream on there and that's about it, man. Just shut, shut the fuck up. Don't ask for raisins. Don't get mad at me. I was just asking. Call in and let me know if you like raisins on your goddamn rice pudding. And I, I just need to talk to you. I would just love to have a five-minute conversation wow. just to pick your brain and just be like, "Wow, but but why? You, you got to convince me." And you know me; I'm nice, I'm easily convincible. But Jesus, I feel so strongly about no raisins. The gauntlet's been thrown, everybody. Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. If you are willing to do an episode where you try to convince Don that raisins are good in rice pudding, we'd oh. love to do a special episode of this show with you. Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. Get in the ring. I'm talking raisins in rice pudding, diner rice pudding, diner yeah. rice pudding, like the classic diner rice we know. pudding. Why would you screw that up with raisins? Why don't you just eat fresh grapes? Why are we eating raisins? This old grapes? You know what I mean? You're either having fucking fresh grapes or wine. Why is there an in-between there? You know what I mean? That's why I don't even like... Eh, I was going to say, I don't like sun-dried tomatoes, but those are really good. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. See ya. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D., and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the World. 